Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 47. I'm Zoe Belil Springer, and this week on the show, we'll discuss building a successful salon or spa and how there are no shortcuts to doing such a thing, how watching Netflix can help you grow your salon business, and things to consider when thinking about opening a second location. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. So, Monday morning, as you probably have noticed, Killian is not on the show today. Uh, don't worry, he'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, so I'll be um, your main host for the day, I suppose. It'll be a shorter episode. It is our blog episode anyways, so there's not... Uh, you're not going to miss out on anything, but because there's not going to be much of a conversation, I'm just going to go through the three main blogs that kind of stood out through the last two or three weeks. And uh, well, since our monthly roundup, essentially, and then we'll top off the show with the Forest Academy webinars. But before we get into all that, I hope you tuned in to last week's episode with uh, Sam Pierce from the Potting Shed Spa. So Sam on the on episode 46 was sharing her views on the causes behind the current recruitment crisis in the hair and beauty industry and as well as how businesses and graduating students are affected by it uh, and how she plans to work on changing, changing this reality with uh, her new training academy. So if you're very new to Forest FM, uh, episode 46, so last week's episode, is definitely one you should listen to. Um, essentially, uh, this week is, like I was saying, our blog episode and our three main blogs are, first of all, a guest article by Richard McCabe, coach at Isalon Coaching, and he says there are no shortcuts to building a successful salon or spa. And uh, I mean, I can't agree more. There are no quick fixes in this industry. There's no, like he says, fad diets. They just don't support sustainable growth. Um, actually, not that long ago, our CEO, Ronan Percival, uh, CEO of Forest, he was saying that basically if you want to grow your business, there's two things, two numbers that you should be thinking about and concentrating on. So your average client bill and uh, the number of clients you get per week. But I won't be getting into that today. So I'll link that article in the episode's notes. But for those who don't know Richard McCabe, he's a highly mot motivated salon business coach and he has a proven track record and um, levels of service to salons. He's been in the industry for over 25 years. He's built three salons from scratch in two different countries. And I mean, he's really passionate. We've actually had him on the show. If you want to go listen to that, that's episode 39. He was talking about how to build a salon culture and systemize business operations. Uh, so there's loads of content there that you should definitely have a listen to um, because it does tie into the blog he wrote for us this month. And basically what he says is that growing your business, he compares it to, uh, to human growth, so adolescence to uh, maturity, he says it's a no-brainer. But it has to be done well. And the problem is that many salon owners try to skip the hard work of building proper successful salon systems and hiring staff that fit their culture. Uh, so in this blog, basically, it's a it's a bit of a letter um, kind of format. So it, 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 I really encourage you to go and read the blog. It's called There Are No Shortcuts to Build a Successful Salon or Spa. But if I just do a little synopsis of it, uh, take, for instance, staff, you know, when when. When your salon is moving through rapid growth, it can be tempted to skip the hard work, but you shouldn't. It's actually not the time to shy away from the things you don't like, the things you are afraid of doing. Like There are things sometimes in life that you kind of just have to get into and try and just do it. Um, and it, it's probably going to feel awkward in the beginning. Like I mean, I think about myself when I started the podcast with Killian and um, we were chatting about it. It was on the tables for ages um, and... 
he kind of just pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And I was like, okay, why? well, fine. I'll, I'll go on and, and I'll be your co-host, but I don't feel comfortable talking to a microphone and, and talking to a public. So it's something that kind of, that I kind of grew into. And that's the thing with growing a business. You're not going to like every single thing you have to do to grow it, but you have to uh, try and give it your best. And if, if you need help, there's nothing wrong with getting help from someone else. Like if you can't do all the accountant stuff, that's fine. Hire an accountant. That's their job, you know. So the the the, the example Rich McCabe gives in this in this blog, he says, take for instance, staff. Say things get a bit crazy. Clients are arriving by the truckload. You find yourself thinking, oh my god, I cannot wait for my apprentice. I need help right now. So you go out and you find qualified staff. You test them out. They're good at what they do. Um, so you hire them, and the craziness kind of eases for a while. Things seem to be back into control, but unfortunately, like a few months down the road, you realize that the staff member actually is not a good culture fit for your salon. And you didn't see what exactly that person was until, you know, the cracks started to appear just a few weeks ago. So, you know, the the problem is, you know that if you let them go, uh, you'll be you know, under pressure again with loads of clients and not enough staff or, or you know, anything like that. And um, so you, you let it go and you don't say anything because it's easier to keep the peace, right? But is it really? And that's what Rich McCabe is trying to explain in this blog. It's like you opened your salon for a reason. If you can't um, take care, I suppose, of the core beliefs that made your salon so popular to begin with, uh, and you just keep hiring people just because you're filling gaps and you're trying to uh, solve a problem by creating another problem in the end. Uh, I mean, it, it's not it's not going to work long term. It's only going to get worse. You have all the clients under control, but you're putting out fires. And, and that's not the way to build a, a sustainable and successful salon or spa. Uh, The truth is, it's impossible to grow your team at the same rate as your client base. So you need to make compromise. And unfortunately, a lot lot of people will choose money and client option before their team. Uh, But Rich is a very strong believer in salon culture. And personally, that's that's my opinion as well. I mean, I've never been so happy working in Forest and we have an incredible team, an incredible culture. Uh, and I think that's what makes it all work in the end. Um, it, it's, it's really about making choices for the long term. Don't try to solve a problem by creating another one. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse down the road. So I really encourage you to go and read this this sort of open letter from Rich McCabe. Uh, it'll make you think about the choices you make for your business. And, I, and I'd be curious to see, you know, to, to read any comments that you have on it. If you have any thoughts or even stories you want to share, we're constantly looking for feedback from from you guys, from our listeners. And uh, the only way we can improve on on our, our episodes and on our topics is if you uh, engage with us. So feel free to share your stories either through our email, uh, marketing at forest.com uh, with perhaps a subject line, Forest FM, um, or even just leave a comment on, on this episode. This brings me on to our second blog uh, that caught most people's attention. It was a blog by Chris Brennan, how watching Netflix can help you grow your business. And here's how you do it. So first of all, scheduling your social posts for the week. 
there's loads of programs, especially if you're on, well, Facebook has like the scheduling tool included in uh, Facebook. So you can, instead of just posting, you can just do schedule uh, post. And, and so you can do that. Uh, you can even just create your content calendar uh, on your phone. Say, okay, Monday, I'm going to post this on Facebook. I'm going to post this on Instagram. Even if you just have the, the basic idea of what you're going to post, that's already a good start. As for Instagram, well, you know, um, if you go on Instagram and you're about to post a photo, if you decide to go back, it'll ask you to save the draft. So that's one thing you can do. And then it'll save the caption, it'll save the photo, you filter everything. And then when you're ready to post it during the week, you just log back into Instagram, uh, hit that photo and uh, there you go. You're done and everything's pre-published, you know. Um, second, grow your Twitter and Instagram followers very simple bear in mind here like when I'm listing all these things it's not something that you have to do like all seven during that one hour episode your relaxing time nah you can just you know pick one uh, if you want to like that one night take half an hour during the ads of your show grow your twitter and instagram followers for instance couldn't be simpler all you have to do is lie down on the couch find a competitor's social media account and start following their followers engaging with other accounts you know if if you don't know exactly how to um, find potential clients that's one way of doing it. it it works for twitter as well you know the, the the thing with social media is is that it's a it's a conversation it's meant to be uh two ways and if you're just you know if, if you're on your business page and you constantly just post but you never interact with anyone uh I mean, you're not really going to have or see a, a exponential growth on your account. So it is really about engaging, especially on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, then number three, working on your SOP manual, uh, you know, client journey in, in a salon is essential. And SOP manual is basically your, your salon uh Operation Procedures Manual. Um, we've talked about it loads with Valerie Del Forge even just uh, two weeks ago on the, on the podcast. But it contains every single procedure, every little thing that ensures that your business, your business's vision is respected and applied to any kind of scenario that could potentially happen in your salon, whether you're there or not. Uh, so, you know, you could take a few minutes again during the ads to just do it on the couch, revise that, maybe add a few things. Something that happened this week wasn't in the, the SOP manual. Just type it down there. Takes five minutes of your time. And realistically, it's going to help you further down the road. It's worth it. Uh, four, comment on blogs by industry leaders. So again, it's engaging with your community, engaging with the industry. Uh, don't harass them, obviously, but show that you're listening. Show that uh, what they're saying interests you and, and perhaps bring new ideas in, into play and start a conversation. Um, five, creating your to-do list. Personally, I am a big fan of to-do list. Um, but again, if that's not kind of your thing, there's another um, there's another technique that is called the rule of three and it helps you make more achievable goals because like if you're, if you're kind of like me, I tend to put a lot of things on my to-do list and I can't really... Um, can't get it, can't seem to get through it all at the end of the day, you know? So the rule of three, basically what it does is you identify three things that you need to get done over the course of the week. Uh, and every day you pick out three goals you'd like to accomplish by the time you go to sleep. So take, you know, five minutes of the ads time again and just write down, okay, this week, this is what I want to accomplish. Uh, one, two, three. And then, okay, tomorrow to accomplish... I, I don't know, say goal, uh, say thing number one, I'm picking out three goals or even just 
you know, the first three goals to accomplish a bit of what you want to accomplish during the week. So it's, it's very simple, but it makes it more achievable in the end. Um, there's another thing you can do researching salon software. So if you don't currently use uh, salon software or you're feeling like you're not exactly getting everything you want with your current software provider, then, you know, you've got your phone in your hands probably. So you can you can have a browse online and see if there's anything else on a, a different alternative. Number seven, and the last point of this blog, is read past articles. So, you know, if you have a magazine subscription, read blogs about the industry. If you enjoy the Forest blog, for instance, go back and read some other things that we've written back in the past. Uh, we do release three blogs a week, so Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, if you're looking for ideas there's so many resources out there, um, whether it be, like I said, the Forest blog or even industry magazines online. There's so many things out there to give you ideas and to help you out. Don't be afraid to just even have one research a night. Um, you know, for, for example, like for myself, I, I personally find it hard to read business books. And I it's something I really want to get into. So what I'm doing at the moment is that, and it might like, obviously that's what works for me, but I wake up in the morning about an hour earlier than I usually would. And I try to read, you know, half a chapter, depending if it's a really long one, to a chapter and take notes on what I'm, you know, reading and think about how I can apply it in my day-to-day -day life and on my personal uh, and work life. So there's, there's, it's really just about finding what works for you in the end and, you know, chilling out on the couch for an hour at night, you're going to, you know, no one likes ads, but when you're watching TV, you kind of have to watch them. So might as well make the most of it and grow your business at the same time. Um, so once you have that growth and your business, you know, you're kind of at the stage where you're thinking about expanding, you're thinking about a second location and it's a really tempting idea. And then maybe friends or family, close family, or maybe like your salon manager is telling you, yeah, it's a really good idea. Let's do this. Hold that thought. And ask yourself a few questions. So this was a guest article by Gloria Murray, accountant and director at Murray Associates Accountants. And basically what she says is that um, a lot of people come to her and they think, all right, should I open a second location, Gloria? And uh, she says, well, no. And she says, no, because most likely there's not enough thought that has gone into it. You know, it, it involves way more than what meets the eye and it's easy to get wrapped up and excited and, you know, not realizing that or not evaluating if your salon is truly ready to expand. So there's five questions that will help you determine this. Now, I am going to go through them, but I really encourage you to go have a look at the at the Forest blog and, and find this article. So expanding with a second location, is your salon truly ready? Because if you think you are ready to take that step and you haven't asked yourself those five questions, uh, it could be a very slippery slope uh, kind of move. So first question, is it the right time? She explains she had a client who wanted to open a new beauty salon in January, but December was going to be super busy with clients and she'd have the extra stress of dealing with workmen and making decisions about the work. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, oh yeah, I'll have to pay extra expenses. And then the first few months of that new salon is going to be really quiet. So maybe it isn't the best time to do it, you know? Uh, it's things to consider. Like, is it the right time 
first of all, for your business, but is it the right time in the year also? Second, is your salon running like clockwork? Are there any current problems in your salon? Because if there are, you can be sure that they will be made worse by opening a second location. Say, for instance, and she gives this example, if your team isn't working well together, it'll only get worse when you've got a second location to laugh, look after. Your staff in the first location will feel like you're always spending time in the second location and vice versa. So, you know, you need to really consider, is my salon running at the best of its capacity? Is there any problems that I need to address before moving on and expanding to a second location? Um, number three, do you know the important numbers in your business? Think about it. If your current salon staff utilization rate is only 50%, do you think you're going to make more money by opening a second location? You, you got to think about these things. You got to know your numbers. You have to have a clear picture of, you know, what's going on currently in your salon, both on paper, in your team. Uh, is there any problems at all anywhere? Uh, four, do you have a plan? You know, it might take you six to nine months to find the dream business space. While you're looking, get yourself a plan. There's nothing to stop you from planning ahead uh, so that when you're ready to open at the best time for you, uh, when you have the resources and, and the staff and the cash to do it, everything is just ready and you can then just move along smoothly. But think about it. The fifth one is, do you have a plan B? Because usually in life, plan A's don't really work all the time. Certain things will do, of course. But realistically, you're going to hit roadblocks, things you hadn't planned, things you hadn't even thought of. So because things you usually take a little longer than you expect, make sure that you have a plan B. So uh, she ends the blog on saying, so I returned the question, is your salon truly ready for expansion? Let us know if you have any stories of expanding into a second location. We'd be happy to get you on the show because this is a topic that we haven't really discussed much before. So uh, if you have any sort of stories at all, like any success stories or any things that went a little wrong, but you got back on your feet somehow and you want to share that story with us, email us at uh, either zoe.bililsp at forest.com or killian.vigna at forest.com. We'd be really happy to uh, share your story on the Forest FM uh, podcast. So get in touch with us. And uh, so this basically concludes our uh, blog roundup, which means we're now down to the Forest Academy webinars. And so this week we have one tomorrow and it's the Salon Growth Series. So get more bookings and work less. Um, essentially, what we talk about on this hour-long webinar is increasing your salon's bookings and revenue, eliminating no-shows and last-minute cancellations, and getting up to seven hours of your life back a week. That's a promise. So sign up for that. It's on Tuesday, so tomorrow, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. And if you can't make that one and you'd prefer actually something around staff, we have a brand new once-off webinar with Valerie Del Forge on how to manage your staff. And what she'll go through in this webinar is how to create a vision and mission to lead your team. Uh, she'll give you tips and tricks on time management, planning to keep your staff focused and motivated, uh, how to generate loyalty from your staff to create a winning team, managing your team to deliver a five-star customer journey at all times. Uh, if you don't know Valerie Del Forge, again, uh, she's a 
regular guest contributor on the blog. She's also been on our podcast quite a few times. She's been in the industry for many, many years now. She's dedicated her time and passion to the industry, and she's worked with some of the world's leading brands. She's also created Dell Forge & Co. with the vision that anyone can run a successful business. So if you're interested in this particular webinar, it is also on at 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time or 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. And that's on Wednesday. So this week, this Wednesday, October 18th, 2017. To save your spot on any of these two webinars, all you have to do is to go onto our Forest Salon Software Facebook page, go into in the events section, find which webinar you want to attend, click into that one and click ticket information at the top. It'll bring you to a registration page. Both of these webinars are free. All you need is first of all to save your spot and then you need a computer and a working internet connection. This concludes episode 47 of Forest FM. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel on iTunes. On this note, I wish you a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday.